0: just between us girls
1: just between us girls Taylor you know former co-host of the show Daniel Brewer contacted mm-hmm. me yesterday actually okay yes and said something along the lines of we're recording you know he does a show with Adam burns you know yes uh and he and and so it's called mix minus available wherever you get your podcasts okay mm-hmm if if you don't get enough of a bully beating up on Adam Burns on throwing down, <laughs> you can get more over at Mix Minus. <laughs> so um he writes to me, he says we're gonna If that's rec-
0: your kink. If that's your kink, watching somebody like yeah. verbally piss all over Adam Burns. Yeah. Please by all means check out Mix Minus.
1: Yeah. So um <laughs> So he writes to me and says, I found somebody on this show called QAnon Anonymous that Mm. I think sounds exactly like Taylor. And I'm going to play this on the show tonight. But before I do, I want to run it by you to see if you agree. Okay. Now, I'm going to hold my opinion, Taylor, even though I called you yesterday and gave you my entire opinion.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you've already (laughs) told me your opinion, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna play it right now for the audience to judge because you're here; they can hear your voice. This is yeah. the person that Daniel Brewer, who has done many shows with you. I mean, did a couple of seasons of this show with it, uh, you, mm-hmm. right, and knows you well, right? Mm-hmm. This is the person he says sounds. We spend just... time
0: together. We occasionally no. Oh, been that's a while right. We've done that. We occasionally yeah. go to Disney together. Yeah, I've been to his house. And... You've been. Oh, you've yeah. been to his house.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Interesting. one time.
0: One time we went right when they bought the house. We went and got a tour of it before uh we all went to Epcot I think one day
1: hey, which is so funny cuz you know what I imagine you know on Animal Crossing you, there's a certain wallpaper where it's like just like lights and like it's not I can't remember what it's called but it's like it's like um circuits and stuff like that I yeah. think it's called like hacker's wall or something I don't know what it's called but like that's what I imagine this like, house looks like yeah all right here we so here we go we're going to play it from QAnon Anonymous I don't know who no. this is, but a person that uh, Daniel says sounds just like
0: Taylor. So, some of the projects I've got coming up, there is a, a feature length version springboarding off of of David D's about conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories in general that I'm co directing with uh, my friend Simon Ennis. So, this will be like similar sort of character profiles like D's uh, of various conspiracy theorists, but then we're also going to bring in historians and psychologists. You know.
1: By the way, I did not add that effect. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's something the show does. It sounds like it's sped up or something. Okay. Well, it might be. Yeah.
0: Neurologists, philosophers (laughs) to create a whole sort of picture uh, or a pantheon of of conspiracy theories. Uh, If anyone knows any interesting conspiracy theorists that we could profile in the vein of David Dees, please let me know. You can send me a message on instagram or- by
1: the way are you shocked that daniel listens to a show this is a show that <laughs>
0: seeks to discredit q but like that was yeah my like sort of like why is he listening to like i i just want to listen to like stuff about drag queens i don't want to yeah. listen to you know st- the, the the real world i don't want to listen to podcasts about the real world well that's,
1: i that's i think q is funny but in a way that i like seeing funny things about it from a distance. I'm not going to listen to an entire podcast that tries to discredit QAnon.
0: Yeah. On Twitter. I don't want to me. hear about Matt Getz, but Matt Getz possibly having sex with 17 year olds, I could read articles about that all day. Oh, I love it. Brad.WTF yeah. at gmail.com all right, so, and
1: Okay. Gmail. So, Taylor, now you know your own voice. You hear it all the time. Do you think that sounds yeah. anything like you?
0: I can see where he would think it sounds like me. Mm-hmm. Um, There is a definite there there is a little bit there. The guy obviously talks faster than I do. And mm-hmm. um but whether or not that's sped up or if he just talks faster, I definitely caught a mid-Atlantic O mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere in there, which but it almost <laughs> sounded like it was a muted, a muted O. Okay. Um I can I can hear it. It doesn't sound a lot like me, but I've had where, you know, you start you start to picture somebody in your head where you're like, oh that sounds like Taylor and mm-hmm. then that's where it suddenly becomes where you imagine me being the one reading all of that and it kind of I would think they would meld into each other a little bit I could, I could hear it
1: mm-hmm.
0: I could hear it at times there were times that it felt more like when you first would hit play it sounded more like me but then as the guy talked a little bit more that it's it didn't sound like me anymore yeah
1: well, I, I I read my response to Daniel is that uh, – I don't know if it was necessarily the timbre of your voice. I could see maybe the cadence and the way he kind of like f- put his words together or uh, just
0: spoke in general, I could see. There seemed to be a little more um, – I, I, I definitely feel like I have a little bit of a nasally voice. and There definitely was some nasally in there,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: not – not, I can't guess, but I mean where it's – there's – Definitely some some nasal that I think we maybe both talk out of our noses mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Matt Getz, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I bought a t- uh, a round trip ticket yesterday to go to Seattle at the end of May mm-hmm. because one Aiden Deem, first lady of first lady of Afterthought, afterthought had got her fa- first vaccination shot on Thursday.
0: Uh huh. So and she's going to get her next vaccination <laughs> shot when you're there
1: <laughs> at the end of May. Uh Actually, in that thing, uh, in, in in on the, her
0: back. <laughs> well, in the discussions,
1: I'm the bottom. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I'm the tailor, and um,
0: not always. But... Oh really? Eh, we're experimenting. We're mixing things oh, up. A really? Little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to. Mm-hmm. Not being super successful with it, but we're trying. But anyway, so I'm sorry, Seattle. Do you recall really Bottom Lou now? uh <laughs> not yet, but I will. yeah So um
1: but uh the reason I bring this up okay. so like actually this was teased on uh, the tea, but at the time I couldn't talk about it because the fight had just happened. and Aiden, I think appropriately so I' asked him permission if I could talk about it on the tea. and he said and I oh, I think I think this is a good uh practice. we had gotten in the fight. We had mm-hmm. made up, and he wanted to talk more about it, and I said, you know, I really need a couple of days to process my feelings, and then we can revisit okay. this. Okay. You know? Yeah. Which he was fine with, but when I said, can I talk about this on the tea tonight, he said, well, I don't think it's fair... <laughs> if you won't talk to me about it but you're going to go on the t and talk about your emotions
0: and i think that is fair as well yeah and i said that is a very good observation on mr dean's part
1: yeah and so i said okay fair enough so all i could do was say that we had a fight i can tell you what it was okay so on monday he was eligible for the vaccine but okay and then but on monday he had like a normal like you know nine to six work schedule or whatever. So I think on, right. on, on his way home, I go, oh, did you, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And I think, all right. So this is Tuesday when we record the tea. And he got home relatively early that day. And then I think a couple hours later, I said, Uh, did you look into the vaccine? And he went, yeah, mm-hmm. And there's a number and I called it and they bought, put on a waiting list. And I said, no, 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 no. And this is advice for everybody out there. The waiting lists are just... They're lies. The waiting lists are just lies. There's no one's... In fact, I just saw a tweet yesterday that said, for all the people who, who've who gotten the shot, but they also put themselves on their waiting list, and no one has ever gotten a text message or anything anywhere ever... Any, anywhere. I'm all, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who's like, oh, I got a text message, and I went and got the shot. Yeah. So um, I said, no, you got to go on... And you have to be sort of assertive about this because you just have to get it and I go let me look up the Seattle and he's playing Smash Bros I can hear I can hear the mm-hmm. click the great place Smash Bros and I go you gotta go I go but I don't mind doing this I'll go on there I go I, I knew his zip code blah blah, blah blah I go in there I go I found one for tomorrow at such and such a time and he goes oh great. And then I go in, I go, okay, what's your this and what's your that? And then we get to the medical record number. Now, I have. I don't know how Florida is. I know in California, they ask you, but I've learned, again, advice for anyone out there, if you're trying to get the shot, if, if it's an option, just put,
0: you don't have insurance. Because they're going to ask you again. When you get to... Oh, okay. So, his, so when you say medical record number, that you mean like insurance Insurance. Co- yeah, insurance information, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, insurance information. The, a nurse told
1: my mom this, and it is true. Like, you can put, I have no insurance. And it doesn't matter because you have to do the... You have to fill everything out. It's such a stupid system. You have to fill everything else out again when you get there. Okay? Uh-huh. So everything you filled out is irrelevant. But they didn't have that option in Washington. You have to put in your medical insurance. I tried every which way. I go, hey, I need your medical insurance. I have the dates here for you. And he's like, clickety, 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 click, clickity, clickity, click. And he goes, uh, I don't want to deal with this. I'll just do it tomorrow. And I was like, no, I have nope. these shots right here. They're ready. Your first appointment and your second appointment, they're right here. They're holding them for you right now. I just need your medical insurance. He's like, no, I'll just deal with it tomorrow. And then it got McCartney, Madonna about it, you know? Like, <laughs> I was like, no, give me the information. He's like, I will do it tomorrow. Thank you for your help. And so then, you know what? F you and hung up. I didn't say F you, but I was like, essentially, that was the emotion. And I said, don't contact me until you have your appointments. Right, okay. an hour later, he sends me a screenshot. he has an appointment for Thursday, you know mm-hmm. and uh, but in between that, I had written to him, and this is true actually <clears throat> Carlo from Germany maybe a couple of weeks ago, called me, literally choking up with emotion because in Germany, they don't have the shots, right, like he has. Really? Like, they no not really no oh. especially cuz it's AstraZeneca I know this is so this is one of something I learned like he doesn't know anyone who's gotten the shot except for one person one of his grandparents has the shot that's it his parents don't have it uh his other grandparents don't have it doesn't have any friends who have it. no one and he wants it really badly he can't get it mm-hmm. which at the time gave me a lot of like it's weird i like got guilt from something you benefit from Where it's like, oh, well, of course, because the United States is the 300 pound uh, rich uh, gorilla in the room, you know, that we're just fucking hoarding all the goddamn shots and buying them and the rest of the world doesn't have them. And so because of that, I don't know anyone who doesn't gotten a shot at least once, you know? Yeah. But here. And so then I go. And then also. But there are also people in our afterthought family. It's a it's a it's a conversation that's constantly on discord from people who want to get the shot.
0: You know? I'm, reading the ch- I'm reading the chat room right now and people are saying that they're waiting for their states to yeah. open up to where the, 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 they don't be criteria yet. Yes,
1: exactly. And in fact, even here in California where I think, obviously, they've been doing an okay job, somebody, I'm not going to say who, some afterthought who lives in California contacted me to find out how Mercedes got her shot. I said, and so this is a piece of advice that I said somewhere else. But I'll say it again. If you're having trouble getting the shot, go on your website okay that wherever you get the shot wherever ever your local government's mm-hmm. website and you would know this more than i do think of where are do the most republicans live where's the republican pocket and mm. look for shots there because they're not taking the shot so that's what mercedes did was mercedes went to a place that has a lot of you know maga people so and- like orange county Orange County, actually, Orange County, they're they're kind of smarter about it. No, here it's more like the Inland Empire, like Riverside or San Bernardino. Okay. But like, and, and actually, John Paul, I taped, I told John Paul that advice. He can't get the shot in L.A. Now, by the way, the Inland Empire is only a forty-five minute to an hour drive from L.A. So, John Paul looked in the Inland Empire, and um there were fifty appointments, just boom, and John Paul got an appointment like that. So yeah. that that here in the L.A. in the Southern California area, that's the advice right and all my friends yeah. have followed mercedes advice and gotten shots who needed to um so that's my advice so there are people who need to get it but they, they can't get it okay so i wrote to him i go what privilege yeah. <laughs> you must have that yeah. you, you know your boyfriend is willing to go on and it gets the shots and you can just say no because you don't want to stop playing smash bros Enough for long enough to get me the medical information.
0: What right. privilege to you over have? to your backpack? Pull out your wallet and yeah. read six numbers off of a car. Yeah. yeah. no I, I privilege is when you were talking about that. As far as talking about Carlo, I'm like, yeah, that what you're describing is we have privilege here. We are very privileged yeah. to have the opportunity at at least the opportunity. You know, I was fortunate because of where I work. They had yeah. because I work in direct client mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't. The first wave, I was like, oh, they'll get some later and everything. And I caught shit from mm-hmm. uh, Taffy and Rodan, my co-host. They were like, you, you, a cancer survivor and a diabetic, have an opportunity to get this before anybody else did, and you just decided to not. They're like, no, the next time this comes up, you've got to jump at it. And I yeah. did, and you know, now I'm vaccinated.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I,
0: I get which I get it, what you're saying from both sides of it.
1: Well, yeah, and and what I, you know, I think to be honest with you, I think when I read that text message, I will say Aiden is very, very aware of privilege and conscious of it, and would be horrified by that thought. We haven't, we forgot to have the talk yesterday, but I'm sure when we have the conversation, that he might say that that was something that made him second guess because that's something that he would be very sensitive to.
0: Yeah,
1: and good, uh, yeah, good. So uh, he got the sh- he got the shot on Thursday, and he gets the next one in like three weeks or something. Uh, what's going on? There was something I was telling you yesterday, and
0: you said, "Well, thank you for giving me the topic for Just Between Us, girls." I forgot. I forgot what it was. I was hoping you wrote it down. Something, something ridiculous you said about something you just bought or some place you just went. I
1: did buy something that was kind of ridiculous. I don't remember what it
0: was. If you remember, it was something about your, it was something we were talking about your mom calling the network your blogging thing. Uh huh. And then you said something like, you know, I, I, I'm able to pay bills, no. but I don't leave the house. And then you said, like, that's why I can buy and then fill in the blank.
1: It wasn't, you know, you know what? This might tr- trigger it. I got a couple of emails. Maybe we should address these now. Um, one of the emails, let me read this first one. This one is from, and I've gotten permission from both of them to read these emails of people who are sensitive about this. Uh, the first one is from a guy named Fernando, and he says, Hello, Drag Race Recap Podcast. On your, uh, episode about the recent roast episode, you guys spoke about Utica being a little off, quote unquote, socially. I do want to add my knowledge on Seventh Day Adventist and how it may come into play. I was a Seventh-day Adventist since I was 16. Uh, I obviously don't know how long Utica has been SDA. Uh, I mean, I think that, that stands for Seventh-day Adventist. But SDA kids are very awkward socially. SDA kids usually only ever interact with other SDA kids. You are either homeschooled or sent to an SDA school for elementary. For middle school, you go to an SDA academy. And for college, you go to an SDA college. It's a very insular group. And it impacts kids because they never have to interact with kids who aren't similar to you just my thoughts love the show been listening to you guys since i was a freshman in college when season eight was airing and i'm a huge 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 fan uh okay um taylor before because now the other ones related to that but before we go on to that do you want to say anything there
0: well i mean that is something that we we talked about the homeschool angle and that may be that that may be part of it and Mm -hmm. now we have actual we have an actual somebody from that group saying that, yeah, this is kind of the way people are. You know, mm-hmm. this is the way kids are. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Fernando. Thank you,
1: Fernando. Uh, next we have Nikki and she wrote, Hey, Joe, just listened to the root cap with Taylor and of course loved it. And honestly, the only reason I even continued even watching season 13. It has been so boring till this episode is so I could listen to the recaps every week. Very long time listener here. So I imagine Taylor couldn't say this on air because that a mental health practitioner, it's a n- mental health practitioner no-no. But I think the answer to your question about Utica's diagnosis is most likely that she is neurodivergent, an umbrella term for anyone on the autism spectrum or has ADHD, dyslexia, and a couple more rare ones. I myself am neurodivergent, ADHD and dyslexia, and have some autistic traits. However, I'm not autistic. But do have those traits because I'm under the neurodivergent umbrella. I quickly saw some of these traits in Utica, but it became very apparent in recent episodes. I'm definitely not a mental health professional, but my many, but many of her characteristics, she seems to be most likely on the autism spectrum. I felt compelled to tell you this because neurodivergence is very prevalent in the queer community. If you look up neuroqueer, there's a community out there. However, neurodivergent people typically don't get cast on TV shows because a lot of us are kind of socially awkward. So unless we know someone, they can appear as odd to us. Another, I guess, the odd thing. It's hard for neurodivergent people to interact with neurotypical people because neurotypical people generally don't know how to communicate with us. I know that. You don't
0: ever mean to be hurtful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think sometimes I do mean to be hurtful. He literally has a song where he talks about how much he hates candy views. Yeah. (laughs) He never means to be hurtful. Yeah. And I think y'all are truly
1: hilarious, and that's why I've tuned in for so long. But when I heard you say, quote, there is something off, I can't put my finger on it, she's weird, quote end quote, it is a little hurtful to neurodivergent people. I just thought I'd share that perspective. So instead of saying things like, quote, unquote, off and, quote, unquote, weird – Ask yourself if someone may show signs of maybe experiencing the world in a certain way. I'm sure you didn't know that was hurtful, so that's why I wanted to share that with you. That's the only thing, though. The roast was amazing, wanted to vomit, and finally got me interested in the season. I hope one day you and Taylor or Lori will recap the season of UK. Will never happen. If they ever give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> I know other people do it, but I'd love to hear what you three have to say about it. Um... So anyway, did now you want to comment on that, Taylor, because it, it does address you.
0: Well, I, I – yes. I mean, I definitely see – saw some traits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I'm i not – you know, I don't necessarily feel comfortable saying she appears on the spectrum to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that she just may be where there is something – she 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 marches to the beat of her own drummer kind of thing mm-hmm. um and i don't think that when you said what you said as far as seems a little off or weird you were saying it in relation to i think she's on the spectrum she just she, she's just different and a word that people use for people that are different from them is weird mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but i i can i can appreciate that I can. We we always have opportunities to learn, and when people te- tell us things, you know that we don't necessarily see things. You know, we just again going back to privilege. It's a privilege for us to be able to say words like weird or seems a little off, and yeah, you know. But I don't. Th- I don't think there was any ill will meant by what you yeah. said towards I, any of the listeners. And I think she
1: understood that. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I don't. I I'm not well versed enough in the language. To know how do you on a show where we comment on people's behavior, how do you appropriately comment on said behavior and not know? And I could it generally came from a place where I didn't know. Is it because she's Seventh day Adventist? Is it because she's just a weird person? I, uh, is it, is it because maybe she's neurodivergent? I don't know. That's why I said, like, I don't know what language you use. You know, yeah. I, I still don't know. I don't know if that email meant to answer that question or. Provide an answer to that question,
0: but oh, i I think I said socially awkward. Mm-hmm. I think I said that on the show, and mm-hmm. it's I mean that is that is kind of Utica definitely is that that she, Utica doesn't necessarily always read the room as we mm-hmm. saw where after she lip synced talking about the whole you know, how do you guys think I did sort of thing mm-hmm. of where they're all like or when she talked about how much she loves lip syncing for her life. Mm-hmm. you know those aren't things that you, we've ever really seen people do before. So mm-hmm. there is sort of an awkwardness to that
1: well is... i did a lot of thinking about this yesterday i really mm-hmm. did this email really affected me i did a lot of thinking about it and i did come up with a couple of terms that be might more be more um sensitive more appropriate um what do you think of like saying she seems a little looney tunes
0: oh that's much better or how about much much better. and i do like that right. i just keep doing that <laughs> over and over again do you think that's <laughs> absolutely that that's that that's much more sensitive and and all-encompassing and 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 shows your shows your desire to learn and grow all right well very good well on that note taylor uh i I had something to say oh oh oh, go ahead i had i got i got a note from somebody oh that's right uh, i forgot about this a note uh on tuesday Mm -hmm. from longtime listener uh madge weinstein oh yeah Yeah. So Madge is a longtime listener and Mm -hmm. has um, a podcast of her own Mm -hmm. and was surprised to get it. I got a Facebook message from her and she just said, you know, Tale of the Latte Boy, right? And then she goes, I just love Drag Race. Recap. You guys are so great. And I look forward to every week. So and I responded with thank you. We have a great time doing it. And then I wrote a big space and I wrote usually. (laughs) Yeah. I like how
1: Taylor says we have a great time doing that, and then every week I get private phone calls from Taylor going like, "How much longer is this season? I can't do it anymore." <laughs> that he's going to divorce okay, me. Okay. The
0: reason that <laughs> the reason I wanted to point this out was Madge Weinstein is kind of responsible for Taylor the Latte boy without even necessarily knowing it. Oh, really? How so? Years ago, this, mm-hmm. we're we're talking like the mid aughts. Yeah. There was an article in I forget the name I forget the name of the magazine but there was an article that talked about podcasts sure. and what is a podcast. Now I was very poor at the time mm-hmm. and I'm like it's free entertainment so I'm yeah. like all right well let me try this and it's yeah. high- and they listed a bunch of different podcasts and Madge's podcast was on there and Mm -hmm. i listened like to what i couldn't figure out how to download them so i actually was listening to them on the website okay but that was kind of the beginning she was the very first podcast i ever ever listened to and got to where i figured out eventually how to get them on my ipod at the time and then started finding other lgbt podcasts and it was very much a where she is the reason that I am here today, so it was really cool to kind of get this random text message from somebody who ultimately is responsible for what I do now. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, it's all Madge's fault.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and people should know Madge Weinstein uh, is one of the OG gay podcasters yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, she's yeah. Mad- iconic. But you know, you know who got you know who the first podcast I ever listened to really? I it's one of the things where I knew that they existed. Okay. Uh, I know that Adam Curry is somehow responsible for the early days of podcasts, right? From the MTV VJ Adam Curry, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what his role. I think he coined the term podcast. Actually, um, yes, he's the one that created it. Yeah, and
0: um, podcast and dadbot, he came up with both. Did he really
1: things. come up with dadbot? No. Oh <laughs> no, I think he actually. I think he looked. At, I think Adam Curry actually coined the term podcast. Oh, Adam Curry! I thought you said Adam Burns. <laughs> oh no 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 Adam Curry, yeah. Um, but I knew they existed, but you're like you said in the early days, like I'm talking like the mid 2000s, the mid aughts. Um, I knew they existed. It was a very tiny subset of Apple and I didn't even really know how to get them. That wasn't necessarily super clear. You just know they could get mm. them, but I didn't know how. So I just sort of, it just sort of fell by the wayside. Didn't pay attention. And then, uh, my friend and yours, Mike Lawson contacted me and said he was on a new podcast called Game Night Guys. And I was like, well, this is a, a good reason for me to try and listen to this show. And that was actually the first podcast I started listening to. And I started going like, oh, I wish I could do something like this. Little did I know that Mike Lawson would be creating the hell I'm currently in, which I don't really think is hell.
0: But So it's Mike and Madge. Mike, Mike and, Madge, and Madge, Madge are the reason that. We don't have Saturday mornings anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, And by the way, they're home enjoying their Saturday mornings.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they're just hanging out. Yeah. Doing whatever. They're going on hikes. Mike, you know, out in these beautiful woods with his boyfriend and everything.
1: Mike's having, like, public sex in the hills over Oakland. And (laughs) uh, is he? I don't know. I made that up. He's never told me that. He's never told me. Did he tell you a story? No, I should ask him. But uh, all right. Well, on that note, Taylor, do you have anything else? No. I want you to remember, though. The four minutes ago I said, All right, and then you're like, I have a whole story so that when it's you know, one oh four, you're not like (laughs) tapping on your wrist and looking at me. TikTok
0: lady. I gotta pick up my kids at the center. (laughs) All right, here we go. Bring back
1: my girl.